If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey everyone, it's Harmon. I am back. Yes, I've been off for a while. I've been busy. And yes, you've tuned into another episode of Comedy History 101, where we school you in comedy. Oh, I forgot. Here's the theme song. Comedy History 101. Today we are going to try a new thing at the Comedy History 101 Corporation. We're going to do something called a CH 101 short. <laughs> yeah, basically we haven't had time to record a new episode. So what we're going to do is take some outtakes from previous interviews and repackage it and brand it CH 101 short. Just a short episode where me and Irish comedian Johnny Candon, who you might remember, gave a history of Irish stand-up comedy. We basically complain about the Edinburgh Festival. Yes, the Edinburgh Festival is the largest art festival in the world. There's roughly 3,000 shows going on at once. It takes place right now. It's, it's actually the final weekend in Edinburgh, Scotland. And it's a month-long festival, and it's both beautiful, and it's both a complete soul-crushing grind at times. But it's basically like comedy boot camp, where you really get your chops every night putting an hour-long show on its feet in front of a group of complete strangers in a foreign country. Really gets your comedy skills up there. But also, towards the end, it's complete physically and mentally draining when the last week of shows rolls around it it kind of feels like you're you're checking into the gulag every night just clocking in to work a laugh to try to get another hour-long show out before the end of the festival and the edinburgh festival by the way has a glorious history that's where all the members of monty python came together and learn their skills. The first breakout act from the Edinburgh Festival was Beyond the Fringe with Dudley Moore and Peter Cook and more modern day. The show Fleabag. The show Fleabag was originally performed at the Edinburgh Festival before it became a TV series. And pretty much every famous British comedian on the planet has performed at the Edinburgh Festival. And it's really a place where you learn your skills and your craft. And even though I'm not performing there this year, every year, every year I perform there, there is just some little nuance you learn about performing live comedy. And I've been like way over a decade doing solo shows there, creating a new hour-long multimedia show to bring to the Edinburgh Festival. But this year I decided... Bam, drop the mic, put a fork on it, 
I'm done for now. And on this episode, on this new format, this new CH101 short, Johnny Candon, Irish comedian Johnny Candon and I, who was also a veteran of the Edinburgh Festival, we basically complain about <laughs> trumpet the merits of why we are not performing this year in Edinburgh, which will give you a little inside baseball on how the sausage is made of what it's like to be a performer at the Edinburgh Festival, producing your own show for a solid month. And once again, before we jump into the new CH101 short, where we complain about the Edinburgh Festival, a few quick plugs on Wednesday... August 30th, 8 p.m. at Crystal Lake in Brooklyn, we will be performing our show Comedy Bites, AI versus Human Roast Battle. You might have read about it in the New York Times. Also, on September 1st, 7 p.m. at the Red Room, above the KGB bar in the Lower East Side, I'll be producing my show Tale, NYC's finest storytelling. So come out and hear some stories in real life. I just recorded an episode of the podcast 99% Invisible. That episode will be dropping towards the end of September. And now, without further ado. You're stupid. Everybody's so stupid. Yeah. And you're not doing Edinburgh. No. No, no, no. Are you going to come over? No. <laughs> I just like I feel so good about it. I mean, again, I've been there since like 2008, like every year, and I just feel so good. Not right now would be like when the anxiety would be starting, <laughs> you yeah. know, putting yeah. the show together, and it's just yeah. so much focus on the show and putting the show together. Where well, the thing is with this October thing, like there's ten days where I'm going. I'd like to try and do a gig a day more if possible but a gig a day that is kind of me going oh maybe i can do this but i sit down with i sit down with some google and a pen and i work out some stuff do that for maybe an hour and then just forget about it till in another couple of days edinburgh it's fucking eight hours a day for like the six months leading up to edinburgh you know what i mean and you're trying to book shit in even just to get i don't know it's like getting money is is a bonus but just to sort of try and promote your show and then you know, there's the, there's always that thing as well where you've been working on the show for so long and then 10 days into the festival, you realise you hate your show. <laughs> you know, yeah. You're just going to go, oh, fuck, I don't even like doing it anymore. And then um, it's, I don't know, it's a stressful, stressful thing. And I'm not really sure beyond the fun of being in Edinburgh. And even that gets a bit, I don't know, that wanes towards the end. Um, it's... I don't know. I think I'll I think I'll, I'll be absolutely fine going to Edinburgh for like three or four days from now on. You know what I mean? Just yeah. um, I don't think I'll ever write another show where I spend thousands of pounds trying to do it. I, I don't know what it would give me. You know what I mean? Apart yeah, I think it's just like profession. basically you get your Beatles ten thousand hours in the Hamburg Club from Edinburgh, mm. and then once you got that, it's a little bit of time to move on. Take that ten thousand yeah, hours and put it somewhere else, and be yeah, less stressed. Yeah. Be less stressed. Do it like maybe, like like you do. Just have your own gig that you can do 
whatever takes your fancy. And, you know, if you want to do stand-up, do some stand-up. If you want to fuck about, fuck about. If you want to do some sketches, you know what I mean? Whatever comes to mind. I mean, because, I mean, whenever I did Edinburgh, it was always a mix of all of those things anyway. Um, there was only two times I went where I did my own show. Uh, like I, they, It came out of my pocket. And I was like, ah, oh, do you know what? I like being part of other things where maybe somebody's backing you or there's, you know, it's not as stressy like maybe you just have to pay for your accommodation or something like that it must cost you a fucking fortune to come all the way from like new york to spend a, spend a month in scotland yeah i mean it's not that expensive to fly over but uh it's just like the time and again it's like i do other things and then but when i'm in edinburgh i'm just locked into just doing a show and that, yeah. and all yeah, those yeah. other things get pushed aside because i'm just usually in a state of panic <laughs> yeah exactly because exactly. you you write and stuff as well don't you yeah so it's like and then it's it's even finding the time to do things like that i mean yeah it's just my focus it, like during the day and it's like mm. oh am i gonna go home and write like after a gig when i'm all amped up on adrenaline and you yeah. know sit down and <laughs> hit the or am i gonna laptop? get up in the morning yeah yeah and and then you just don't you stay in bed till midday and then go and eat and then it's nearly time to start thinking about doing your show again yeah. You know, it's... Uh, oh, don't, it's like, yeah, even, I know, I know. Think... I, I, it's just like, I just feel because I like I'm on the emailing list for like, say, the free fringe, and even mm. just those emails where you can just tell they're already stressed and that, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's, it's that, I think it's just like it's you're around Peter. a lot of people who are stressed, so that adrenaline yeah. kind of hits you. <laughs> it's, it's a, yeah, it's, it sort of informs itself all the stress of it. It's like, it's like a zombie pandemic. There's one person stressed, and you go, "Oh, oh!" Then I'm stressed too, and it's like it just spreads yeah. and spreads and spreads. So by the end of the month, everybody's just—they've lost loads of weight for not the good reasons. Oh, um, dude, I, I lost about ten pounds, which I don't know that transfers in the stone last year. But I came back yeah. and I lost, and it was like, "Oh, uh, the stress diet." <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I I was there, um, and I didn't. In fact, I was eating rubbish. I was eating like I was eating on the go. So I'd be grabbing a burger. I'd be grabbing like just some shitty sandwich from a shop somewhere. Yeah. Drinking every day. Like there was definitely like beer all over the place. You know what I mean? And sleeping maybe six, five, six hours a night. And then you'd get up and go again. And I got home. I'd lost, I'd lost the stone. So 14 pounds. It just, but the, yeah. I guess you're walking, you're walking everywhere. Yeah. And you're walking uphill. You know what I mean, so yeah, it's going to be. You're probably walking about five or six miles a day, just going from gig to gig to gig and doing that kind of thing. So it's likely you will lose weight, but it's not. Ugh, oh, dude, I just can't. I can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I just feel very pleased. I think me and my girlfriend are going to go hang in uh, Portugal. Oh, <laughs> and, nice. Yeah, and just go surf and enjoy the beach. And again, it's just like all my Augusts are in cloudy rainy scotland <laughs> so yeah, it's like, it's in, the, like in the prime of summer <laughs> would you be tempted on the way back from portugal to fly to edinburgh for two days and just hang out or no do you think... no. <laughs> <laughs> no it's just like i i, I want to just be away from it <laughs> yeah and again yeah. it's just like I, I never see any shows i see maybe about five shows and then mm. two of them are probably Stuart lee doing two different shows <laughs> yeah exactly it's just it's like <laughs> Well, because that way you know you're going to see something good. Whereas yeah. um, if you take a chance on going, I was there. A friend of mine worked for uh, BBC Radio, and he had to go and see a ton of shows. Had to. So I said, "No, no, I'll come to some with you." You know, and um, 
fuck me, there's some bad shows up there. It's, it's you know what I mean? And you're sat there for an hour and your heart is breaking for the person doing the show because they didn't mean to write a bad thing. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just yeah. that you have. And um, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's grim. It's grim. And do you find as well, whenever I've dipped in, whenever I've kind of gone up two and a half weeks in, even if you're best friends with someone, you go, oh, I'm going to hang out with whoever. And you get there. They're not themselves. Their minds are fried and they're in this Edinburgh yeah, and some people just so, get so self-absorbed that all they talk yeah. to you about is their show. And it's like I was know, um, take a take a break for that, man. We're, yeah, we're off the I was, clock I was, now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In, like in London, uh, one August, I was like watching the news, and there was riots, London riots. Like there was one in Croydon, and uh, there was one in Tottenham. It all went off. Like it was just because a, a couple of guys got shot, and they think it was racial profiling. They think the police shot basically, and they thought it was because they were black. If they'd been white. They'd have probably just arrested them, you know what I mean? So the place exploded. <laughs> and we're sitting there watching it going, fuck, that's just up the road. Anyway, I go to Edinburgh a few days later, and I'm in the pub with my friend Michael. I went, is Mookie, his wife, I went, is Mookie okay down in London with all the riots and shit? And he's like, the what? He didn't even know there'd been riots. He just, his whole head was Edinburgh. And that's our episode for today, our CH101 short. Yes, that was short. And we will be back soon with a brand spanking new episode. But before we go, a few quick plugs. On Wednesday, August 30th, 8 p.m. at Crystal Lake, we will be performing our show, Comedy Bites, AI versus Human Roast Battle, as seen in the New York Times. So come out for that. Also, on September 1st, 7 p.m., at the Red Room above the KGB bar in the Lower East Side of New York, I will be producing my show, Tale, NYC's Finest Storytelling. So come on out for that and hear some stories in real life. And until next time, bye-bye. You're stupid. Everybody's so stupid. I'm trying to use the Comedy History 101.